Welcome to Capital Musings Milestones, a podcast featuring insightful news about UNCDF's mission to make finance work for the least developed countries. If you're looking to stay up to date on the latest impactful news and events related to UNCDF's initiatives, you're in the right place. In today's episode, we'll cover the positive impacts of parametric insurance in Tonga, the launch of WFP Bridge Finance Initiative to support zero hunger, Sandra Subi's efforts to improve livelihoods through education and solar energy in Uganda, the transformation of land in the Gambia through a solar irrigation project, the progress of clean cooking solutions in Dar es Salaam, and the UNCDF's Anzia Jaconi campaign to promote clean cooking technologies in Tanzania. The introduction of parametric insurance in Tonga last year has already had a positive impact on the mindset of beneficiaries and the country's overall financial services ecosystem. Some of the impacts were intended, while others have come as a surprise. One intended consequence is that customers are using parametric insurance to improve their creditworthiness and access loan products. This confirms the potential of parametric insurance to support disaster risk reduction efforts and foster innovation within the industry. The Tonga Development Bank, TDB, is leading efforts to onboard and educate farmers, fishers, and MSME owners who can benefit from increased financial protection against climate shocks. Parametric insurance helps spread the organization's credit risk, while regular premium payments help customers qualify for loan products for business growth and development. The affordability of this type of insurance and its trigger, which is something everyone is familiar with, make it suitable for the needs of the people. As the cyclone season approaches, efforts in Tonga are being intensified to increase the number of beneficiaries and close the protection gap in the country. Through the Pacific Insurance and Climate Adaptation Program, PICAP, UNCDF partnered with TDB and Tower Insurance to introduce the parametric microinsurance product in Tonga. The aim was to protect the livelihoods of climate-vulnerable communities by reducing the financial risks associated with weather uncertainty and providing funds for recovery shortly after extreme weather events. The parametric microinsurance covers tropical cyclones category 1 to 5, with payouts linked to predefined wind speed triggers. Loss assessments are eliminated, and insurers can pay directly into customers' bank accounts, reducing administrative costs. This access to prearranged financing through insurance coverage against tropical cyclones provides climate-vulnerable communities with a quick injection of funds for recovery and builds long-term financial resilience. One year after its introduction, parametric insurance has instilled a sense of confidence and security, changing financial behaviors for the better in existing and new customers alike. With the affordability, quick payout, and easy registration process, the uptake of this parametric product has been encouraging. TDB's dual hatting as a development finance arm and banking service provider allows it to balance development objectives with profit imperatives. The partnership with UNCDF has been essential for TDB to enter the insurance industry and enhance its product offerings. Parametric insurance in Tonga has established its potential as a financial tool to mitigate the financial losses from climate shocks. With the market catalyzed, UNCDF and TDB aim to scale the product and ensure Tonga's most vulnerable are well-equipped to cope with and recover from climate shocks. The World Food Program, WFP, and UNCDF have introduced WFP Bridge, a pioneering funding mechanism designed to aid diverse initiatives in achieving Sustainable Development Goal 2, Zero Hunger, SDG 2. 
WFP Bridge aims to generate additional funding for businesses operating in challenging environments that struggle to access commercial financing mechanisms. In addition to mobilizing investment for impactful innovations, WFP Bridge strives to diversify the overall funding pool for businesses and forge new partnerships between WFP and public and private sector collaborators. Bernhard Kawach, head of the WFP Innovation Accelerator, expressed concern about the current resource shortfall faced by WFP, stating that if not addressed, it could result in millions more people experiencing alarming levels of hunger in the next 12 months. With humanitarian needs intensifying, WFP Bridge and the businesses it supports are expected to play a pivotal role in closing the funding gap and breaking the cycle of hunger crises and responses. WFP's funding shortfall for 2023 currently stands at over 60%, leading to significant reductions in food rations worldwide. With traditional donor funding falling short of operational requirements, WFP Bridge represents WFP's commitment to investing in new and scalable innovative finance solutions to bridge the funding gap and complement existing funding avenues. WFP Bridge will commence with an initial funding facility, WFP Innovation Bridge, which will focus on innovations aligned with WFP's mandate and supported by the WPF Innovation Accelerator and other WFP innovation units. The flexible architecture of WFP Bridge allows for the addition of more focused facilities, enabling WFP to engage with businesses and funders for the development of sustainable food systems. Murad Waba, officer in charge of UNCDF, emphasized that delivering the necessary finance to eliminate hunger and build truly sustainable food systems necessitates innovation and collaboration. UNCDF, as the sole entity in the UN system capable of utilizing blended finance and other capital finance tools, is honored to complement its investment capabilities with WFP's global scale and unparalleled expertise. WFP and UNCDF are urging partners to support the expansion of WFP Bridge in order to assist impactful and financially sustainable businesses operating in humanitarian and development contexts, while contributing to SDG2. This launch follows the establishment of a strategic partnership between WFP and UNCDF on July 1, 2022, which aims to enhance collaboration in food systems and innovative financing. Subsistence farming is a key source of income for many people in the rural areas of the world's least developed countries. However, some individuals have managed to turn this way of life into a successful full-time occupation by transforming their talents in subsistence farming into a marketable agricultural output. One such individual is Sandra Subi, a 19-year-old high school student from Arua, Uganda. Arua is known for its extensive agriculture, with a focus on food crops such as millet, potatoes, beans, and cassava. Cash crops like tobacco and groundnuts also contribute to the local economy. Subi, who aspires to be the first college attendee in her family, has applied for admission into Kimbogo University, one of Uganda's largest public universities. Her goal is to acquire the skills and knowledge necessary to expand her family business or support her community's general needs. However, Subi is also committed to taking care of her elderly grandmother, Yulia Kayo, who lives far from her in a home off the electric grid. Kayo relies on expensive small lamps or kerosene for lighting, which poses safety risks and financial burdens. Subi, concerned for her grandmother's well-being, began searching for alternative lighting solutions and came across BrightLife, a company providing accessible solar energy solutions for communities without electricity. 
Bright Life offers solar power systems with affordable pricing plans, making clean energy accessible to areas like Arua. Subi signed up for a solar product plan suitable for her grandmother, providing her with a 10-watt four-light system. This solar panel has not only improved Ko's quality of life by providing reliable lighting, but also allows her to charge devices and stay connected with her granddaughter. By supporting private sector companies like Bright Life, initiatives like UNCDF's energy program ensure that communities lacking grid connections have access to energy for improved livelihoods. The partnership between UNCDF and the Embassy of Sweden in Uganda empowers rural communities with clean energy, contributing to sustainable development and a brighter future. As Subi awaits admission to the university, she remains dedicated to her goal of becoming a doctor and returning to Arua to help others and support her family. Through the combined efforts of organizations like Bright Life, UNCDF, and the Embassy of Sweden, individuals like Subi can create a positive impact and contribute to the achievement of the sustainable development goals in their communities. Satu Seka, AWA Endau, and their female neighbors in the village of Kataba Omar are leading a revolution in their community. In the midst of water scarcity and dry lands in rural Gambia, they have transformed a three, 600-square-meter patch of land into a thriving vegetable garden. With the help of a solar irrigation project, they are producing high-value crops, such as tomatoes and okra, improving nutrition for their families, generating income, and fostering entrepreneurialism. Every morning and evening, the women attend to their plots, watering the crops from waist-high troughs. They harvest what they need for family meals and sell any surplus at the local market. This newfound income has made a significant difference in their lives. For the first time, they have access to cash and the ability to save, allowing them to dream big for the future. In the face of climate change, Rural communities in Gambia are experiencing the destruction of livelihoods due to changing rainfall patterns, rising temperatures, and water shortages. To address these challenges, UNCDF has facilitated climate-related investments through the Local Climate Adaptive Living Facility, LOCAL, approach. Through this approach, communities like Kataba Omar have been empowered to finance and implement locally identified adaptation projects. The community vegetable garden has not only created opportunities for the women involved, but has also developed their skills. AWA Endow, for example, helped build the water tower and contributes a portion of her vegetable sales each month to support the garden's upkeep. She is saving for her children's future and is proud to be able to support her family. The women have not only learned new skills, but have also received financial literacy training. This has enabled them to manage their earnings from participating in the construction of the garden and handle the profits from vegetable sales. In a region where the fields are parched and sandy, the women of Kataba Omar are experiencing success. However, they are aware of the challenges that climate change brings. Women in particular bear the brunt of environmental and health issues. The Minister for Environment, Climate Change, and Natural Resources, Ms. Rohi John Manjong, acknowledges the vulnerability of women and emphasizes the importance of empowering them at the grassroots level through initiatives like LOCAL. A LOCAL has been implemented through the Job Skills and Finance for the Women and Youth in the Gambia program with support from the European Union. While financing has recently ended, the government remains committed to sustaining the project with limited national resources. In conclusion, 
the women of Kataba Omar have demonstrated resilience and innovation in the face of climate change. Their vegetable garden not only provides a sustainable source of income and nutrition, but also serves as a model for community-led adaptation initiatives. Through their efforts, they have shown that empowering women at the grassroots level is crucial for building climate-resilient communities and achieving sustainable development. Members of the Program Investment Committee, PIC, recently conducted a monitoring visit to companies and enterprises in Dar es Salaam that received grant funding under the EU-funded Cook Fund program. As part of the Cook Fund governance structure, the PC plays a crucial role in offering final review and approval of investments and applications for the grant, as well as annual program work plans and budgets. On the morning of the 19th of July, the PIC members embarked on a journey across multiple districts in Dar es Salaam to visit six program beneficiaries. These visits served as an opportunity for the enterprises to present their initial progress in implementing clean cooking solutions in their respective regions of operation using the funding received from the program. The purpose of these visits was twofold. Firstly, to evaluate the extent to which the grant funding has been utilized by the beneficiaries and the impact it has had on their operations. Secondly, to understand the challenges and barriers they have encountered during the implementation process. These monitoring visits provide valuable insights to the PIAC, enabling them to make informed decisions regarding the future allocation of grants and investments. By closely monitoring the progress of the companies and enterprises, the PIC ensures that the Cook Fund program continues to support sustainable and impactful initiatives in the clean cooking sector. Overall, the monitoring visit served as an opportunity for the PIC members to gather firsthand information about the progress and challenges faced by the program beneficiaries. This will inform their decision-making process and contribute to the continued success of the Cook Fund program in promoting clean and efficient cooking solutions in Dar es Salaam. UNCDF recently launched an awareness campaign called Anzia Jaconi, Climate Mitigation Starts in the Kitchen, as part of the European Union, EU, funded Cook Fund program. The campaign was unveiled during a workshop for media professionals organized by UNCDF with a focus on exploring the transformative potential of clean cooking technologies in addressing health, environmental, and social challenges. The workshop emphasized the importance of collaboration between the public, development partners, and private sector for the sustainable growth of the clean cooking market. During the workshop, Mr. Emmanuel Muro, Senior Finance Specialist and Cook Fund Program Manager at UNCDF in Tanzania, highlighted the complementary nature of EU funding and UNCDF's expertise in sustainable development finance. He expressed the belief that the Anzia Jaconi campaign will help accelerate the adoption of clean cooking solutions among end users. UNCDF recognizes that by equipping journalists and media houses with knowledge and resources, collective efforts can be made to mitigate climate change and achieve the sustainable development goals. This is particularly crucial given that 85% of the population relies on biomass for cooking, underscoring the urgent need for action. Mr. Emmanuel Muro emphasized the role of journalists in communicating the importance of behavior change in cooking to a wider audience for lasting impact. The 17 million euros cook fund program is part of the broader, integrated approach to sustainable clean cooking solutions program in Tanzania and receives support from the 11th European Development Fund, 
EDF. The program aims to increase access to clean energy and clean cooking solutions in urban areas, with a target of achieving 80% usage of clean cooking solutions by 2033. In today's episode, we discussed the positive impact of parametric insurance in Tonga, the launch of WFP Bridge Initiative to support zero hunger, Sandra Subi's inspiring story of using solar energy for livelihood improvement, the transformative solar irrigation project in Kataba Omar, the progress of EU Cook Fund beneficiaries in Dar es Salaam, and the launch of the Anzia Jaconi campaign to promote clean cooking technologies. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. As we wrap up this episode of Capital Musings Milestones, let's take a moment to remind us that despite the challenges LDCs face, there is hope and progress being made. Every day, UNCDF will continue its efforts to nurture innovative initiatives in the LDCs. As always, we appreciate your support and look forward to sharing more episodes filled with fresh ideas and empowering stories. If you found this episode helpful, please help us reach new listeners by sharing it on social media using the hashtag Capital Musings or taking a moment to leave us a review on iTunes. Don't forget to subscribe to Capital Musings on your preferred streaming platform. Or you can visit our dedicated website at podcastuncdf.org. And finally, don't forget to visit UNCDF News section at uncdf.org news to stay informed about our latest projects and initiatives. Thank you for listening and until the next episode.